Today on the show, I am picking a fight with the old guys over sprint car racing. Plus, we'll talk Wednesday racing at Volusia and sprint cars at Bubba Raceway Park. Let's go. It's Thursday, February 16th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I know there are a bunch of old guys that watch my show. Some of you have been dirt racing fans for decades, and I sort of want to pick a fight with you guys today. On my Thursday show last week, I talked very briefly about guys going home in between races. I mentioned specifically Jonathan Davenport, but a guy like Donnie Schatz has been able to use his private plane to fly back and forth for years. In the comments on that show, Mike mentioned that Steve Kinzer never went home back in the day. And these arguments are my favorite. The back in my day, get off my lawn stuff. Uh, My response was obviously that Steve didn't know better, uh, and he also wasn't racing against fields as deep as they are now. There were a few other responses, but it's had me thinking about errors in sprint car racing since then. I want it clear that I'm not taking anything away from Steve Kinzer. He's the king of the outlaws for a reason. 20 championships will never be top. But, and acknowledging the recency bias here, sprint car racing right now is the most competitive it's ever been. And it's not close. It's way more difficult now to win races and championships against the World of Outlaws field than ever before in its history. And here's the evidence. First, in 45 seasons, the championship margin of victory was less than 100 points only nine times. But four of those have been in the last four seasons. Also in those 45 years, 31 times we've had at least one driver with 20 wins. But it hasn't happened since 2018. That's four straight years without a 20-win season for a full-timer. That's the longest span the series has ever gone. Let's go a little little bit deeper. In 2005, which was Steve's final championship year, he had 25 wins in 82 races, along with 62 top fives and 76 top tens. Absolutely epic stuff. But his closest rival in Jason Myers was 584 points behind at season end. Uh, Just four wins, 27 top fives and 61 top tens in 82 races. Steve had 34 more top 10s than the next two drivers in that stat in Craig Delansky and Donnie Schatz. Last year, though, David Gravel actually had more wins and more top 10s than Brad Sweet did, who won the title. And this is the part where all of you you try and tell me that Steve was just that much better than everybody else. But consider this. During that 2005 season, Steve was the only driver to make all 82 feature starts. Everyone else down the order missed at least one, if not multiple. If you compare that to 2022, the entire top seven in the standings was in every feature all season long. If we look at why uh, this is the case right now, I think the biggest reason is equipment. I do think in the past there were plenty of talented drivers, and that's not what I'm talking about here. But if you had skills and were smarter, if you had somebody like Carl Kinzer in your corner, you could build better cars, you could build better engines. Now, though, everyone has access to the same stuff. Chassis, shocks, engines, wings, all of it can be bought off the shelf. Now the differences are much smaller and it comes down to crews making better calls and drivers squeaking out every single inch. Now that I made my case here, the comments are open. Tell me why you think I'm wrong. All right, Wednesday night at Volusia for Dirt Car Nationals, we got triple 5,000 to win features for the late models. First program for the Super Dirt Car Series as well. The first late model victory on the night went to Brandon Overton. He dominated the 20-lapper, topped Ashen Winger and Max Blair. Overton was fast Tuesday as well, but fell victim to a flat while running in second. No such issues last night. 
In race number two, Tim McCready and Dalton Wilson fought it out through lap traffic with T-Mac eventually getting away for the five grand. Wilson settled for second with Devin Moran in third. It was McCready's second win of the week. The third feature, though, turned into a bit of a mess with cut tires. I counted eight guys with flats on the night, and there may have been more than that. Uh, And that included Ricky Thornton Jr., who had two of them. Officials eventually found a piece of debris on the high side down the backstretch that appeared to be the culprit. Hannah Newhouse said they thought it was maybe left over from a big block crash. But if you're watching this, obviously, that's a big piece of debris that Hannah is holding up. All the tire trouble gave the lead to Chris Madden, who got away late to score the win over Boom Briggs and a charging Hudson O'Neill, who was one of those tire victims. I don't know that late model features are usually a little bit longer than this, at least 40 laps and up to as many as 100 a lot of times. But I really liked the frantic nature of the 20 lappers last night. Guys had to go and they had to go now. Absolutely all out for 20 laps is pretty fun to watch. And I know this is kind of the idea that we're supposed to get with heat races where it's as hard as you can go for eight laps. But we don't normally have the track uh, at that point in the night for guys to be able to run all over the place. Whereas these triple features we got last night, the guys could run all over the place and they had 20 laps to get it done. I think that was pretty entertaining. Uh, starting tonight, the late model action flips from dirt car sanction to World of Outlaws. That should ramp things up a bit more with cash, uh, with some more cash on the line and those all important points. With just two races complete on the season, Chris Madden has an eight point edge over Nick Hoffman and Brian Shirley right now in the World of Outlaws late model series point standings. In last night's big block feature, Max McLaughlin rolled the high side on the start to the lead and never looked back. He topped Matt Shepard and Stuart Friesen. Nobody ever really got close to him, though. It was McLaughlin's uh, third career win at Volusia. He's trying to win another big gator, which he did back in 2021. Big blocks continue through the weekend at Volusia as well. Above a raceway park last night, the USAC sprint car competitors had a chance to get on track for practice after finishing up on Tuesday at Volusia. 28 cars were on the sheet as signed in, and it was Chase Stockin who went fastest on the night. He topped Tom Harris and Justin Grant. Grant will be looking to start his title defense this weekend with some victories, and he's got wins above in each of the last two seasons. But we've got Jake Swanson coming in hot. Dason Persley was a winner at Volusia. Emerson Axum won two of three at Bubba a year ago, and Kevin Thomas Jr. and Brady Bacon are past uh, recent winners as well. I really like how things are shaping up with this series to start 2023. You've got the Vets, JG, Bacon, KTJ, Leary. We've got Logan Seavey in a new ride. We know he can win. We've got the young guys in Axum, Persley, and Mitchell Moles who are all capable of winning. This feels like it could be a really competitive season for the non-wingers. Don't forget, this is uh, one of the series we track in the analytics section over at DirtTracker.com. Currently, 111 USAC National Sprint Car races in the database going back through the 2020 season. Plenty of data, plenty of analysis to pick through. Uh, tonight's show is 5001. We should have cars on track around 6.15 p.m. Eastern time. On the channel membership front, I uh, again wanted to bring this back up. We've gone across 50 channel members, and I wanted to spotlight the new members lately uh, who've actually pushed us. We're up to 53 now. Uh, in the past week, we've added Kent, Kevin, Jim, and Dirt Info. Thank you guys so much for the added support uh, and what I'm doing here. Uh, if you aren't a channel member, you want to check out the program. It's a few bucks a month, uh, and you can find the full details at youtube.com slash dirt tracker slash join or click any of the join buttons on the channel. Uh, looks like five shows across the streaming services today. Duravision has the first night of World of Outlaws Land Models from Dirt Car Nationals. That also includes the Super Dirt Car Series. There's also Dirt Vision Now. Flow Racing has the 360 Sprint Cars from East Bay. USAC Sprint Car Opener from Bubba and Flow 24-7. That 360 show from East Bay, I think, could be entertaining as well. Like I said earlier in the week, I think a lot of those guys that were there for the All-Star stuff are going to stick around for that. So there could be some uh, heavy hitters in that field tonight. 
If you want to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Thursday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow. <laughs>